That's horrible. Do sin, I do. If we're definitely trying to scare I people, that is the I way do to do it. So All right. So uh, I guess we'll start it uh, like we started another show. What's up, everybody? Oh, my hey. God. I think you come in that. <laughs> I thought you were going to start like high? ravens in the background calling or something. Uh, raven sounds? I mean, it doesn't have to or be serious. It doesn't have to be really, really serious, does this? Is that how you imagine it? Because I imagine uh, it kind of no, well, loosey-goosey. I mean, we're not super serious. Yeah, we're not super serious. not real. Are we going to put our Batman voices up? No. We're going to be serious. But I know the next time we do do this recording, uh, we're so going to... Uh, I'm going to bring like a cup of... Joe. Hot chocolate? Probably, because I don't drink... Uh, uh, should we should coffee. we make a fire pit in the middle? And I'm telling you, at the end of the story, Ooh, are you afraid of the dark? Yeah, there you I have go. a smoking pipe in my car for <laughs> like a detective smoking pipe. Don't no lie. For your, your Caruso ja- moments, your, yes. your jazz grass. Or yes. Was it this Groundhog's Day? So, uh, if you're listening to this right now, you're listening to Hello Insomnia, the show that just might keep you up all night. That actually works. You know. What, uh, <laughs> As corny as that was, I approve. <laughs> Felt like you read that from somewhere. That's I, right, everybody. Right off the top of my head. Sometimes genius just happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hello uh, Insomnia is a small project that started in 1852 by a one William Bell. Uh, then when he was done with electricity, he said, you can have this world. <laughs> buried it. It was dug up. He buried 60, the electricity? 60 years later by Nicolas Cage <laughs> and given to us. In 1920, <laughs> Nicholas Cage is a vampire. That's uh, Keanu Reeves is a vampire. One of the mysteries oh, that we will be you uncovering. You think Nicholas Cage was the only one? Nicholas Cage you is think, almost. You think turned him into that? <laughs> Come on, man. Lestat. So basically, Hello Insomnia. Uh, it's Lestat. Is okay. is just a group of uh, I don't know pseudo detectives. I wouldn't even put the word detective. I don't like that. I'd put faux Faux detectives. (laughs) Yes. That's good. I'm guessing. Faux detectives. (laughs) So here's the thing. There's a bunch of unsolved mysteries out there. There's a bunch of, I mean, the the macabre and the the true crime is like a big thing on the rise, right? Everybody loves that type of stuff. There's a ton of podcasts out there. But I feel, and I could be wrong because I haven't done a ton of research on this, but I don't see a lot of unsolved podcasts out there. Or not a lot of people that get to talk about the unsolved. There's a good one on um, YouTube with Unsolved Mysteries for BuzzFeed. They do a great job. It's BuzzFeed Unsolved. BuzzFeed Unsolved. Unsolved That's Mysteries correct. Was the we were trying to not get the lawsuit. Sorry, the exactly. Uh, unsolved Mysteries, the show, if you want to search that out. I think this, is that still going? Are they dead? No, he, he, for sure he's dead. Okay. Well, that's, that's an unsolved mystery that's for another episode. That theme song <laughs> was the scariest. But uh, we're going to, throughout the course of these cases that we're going to do, we're not going to do, we're going to give you a little tab today, a little, uh, little, little tidbit, a little, little tab tip. A little tab. little tip tab today. But uh, Stephen and I have been doing extensive research on that's the a, most. That's a lot. Extensive. A lot yeah, I mean, I do. I Google. I We've we've done cool, our due knocks. diligence to try to break down these uh, unsolved cases, these unsolved stories, and that ranges from everything <gasps> from true crimes, terrible, <laughs> uh, to even the uh, the the weirder stuff. Like, uh, uh, so just to solve our first mystery, we uh, Robert Stack died Damn in two thousand two. Uh, Robert Stack was the host of Unsolved Mysteries. Well, we're solving cases already, everybody. Yeah. Does it say how he died, or does it say 
to be determined. To be continued. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> to be continued that one That's on terrible. tonight's episode. So, I mean, uh, what do you foresee getting out of this, Stephen? Like prostate cancer solved another mystery. Okay, I hope you don't want to get prostate cancer out of this. He he had prostate cancer. No, we all have prostate cancer. Mystery solved. Mystery solved. Mystery solved. That's two. Episode one in the bag. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Rest in peace. But yeah, like this whole thing is unsolved mystery stuff. What do you what do you see out of this whole whole thing, Stephen? Um, I just want to maybe shed some light on some of these interesting either occurrences or these m- crimes that people are unaware of. Yeah. That way maybe on the off chance somebody knows something or, or, or you know. That's a good thing to – because once you stop talking about it, it's just it's gone. It's forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, now now with, like, everybody doing DNA tests, like, they're starting to find these, these criminals or these people that have, you know, committed these heinous crimes and things. And they're able to actually solve some of these things, but unless people don't know about them, unless you talk about it. Very true. So. Very, very true. Uh, I am hoping to solve one at least out of the fifty that I have in mind. I want to solve one. Well, you can. We can walk away right now because uh, we. Well, I, he wasn't on the list. <laughs> Pancreatic cancer was not on the list. That, that wasn't the no. That wasn't. There's a lot actually. I'm because I'm always looking for. I'm always trying to listen and look out for unsolved stuff because I find it fascinating. Like uh, so, we listen. Me and Stephen, Stephen and I, both listen to a podcast called Last Podcast on the Left, and they pride themselves on doing stories that are complete, has a beginning, middle, and end, and all the facts are out in the open. They say they don't like doing things that are unsolved because it leaves you. Just kind of out in the open, like, what's going on? Well, hello, insomnia. Now you can stay up all night thinking about it because (laughs) who done it? We're going to. So hopefully, what we can do when we do this is we'll we'll break down the episodes case by case. You know, like episode one, case one, boom, and we'll have it'll be all dedicated to that one. You know, subject, whether it be Aliza Lamb, whether it be the terrible, (laughs) whether it be. uh, the Roanoke uh, oh, colony. Yeah, the Roanoke colony. Whether it there's be only one, there's what? only one that matters in this entire world. All right. Whether it be Big John Benet, little Ramsey, John Benet. All right. Whether it be that all angel, <laughs> terrible needs redemption and revengeicals. Each episode will focus on one unsolved uh, case, and if it happens to become solved in the future, we'll revisit it and celebrate. You know, and give you a little update, like uh, Amelia Earhart, because she was on Unsolved as unsolved well. Unsolved for the longest. For the longest, but now they've solved that. Yeah, I they did, found. Did not hear about that. Yeah, they found her plane. They found uh, her with a pina colada. She was cool, chilling with the monkeys. Now she was quite dead. She was quite dead. Jesus. <laughs> she was yeah. quite. Where did they find her? Uh, it was an island, uh, far from her charted path. I know that for sure. You can Is Google it. Well, wow. what? Did, did, did on cra- or uh, dead on Maroon? landing? Did I don't know if it was dead on landing. Maroon. I don't think she. No, I don't think she survived the crash. I think. Okay. It, I think it was an actual like, she's crashed and gone. Well, damn. All right, in the bag. So, we yeah, did solving, it. We solving, solved it. Solving and solving. Next. Um, but since it's October, hopefully when we release this thing, because I'm gonna try to edit it as well. I'm trying to add a little. Yeah, might add some some theme music. Yeah, my little okay. creepy music. Some little. Uh, dun, 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 like, hold on. Did you hear that? Dun, dun, dun. That's a werewolf. No, that was me. I haven't added it. Yes, but, uh, 
Adam was uh, was bit. But uh, <laughs> what's that? That's my song. That was another werewolf I right there. <laughs> we'll put that in there. <laughs> we're just gonna st- we're just gonna stop mid story. Oh, oh God! Oh. What, was, what was that? Whoa, look at the creature from the Wolf Black Man, Lagoon. Adam what are you doing here? I should probably explain how we're going to break things down, too, because we actually came up with that little tidbit of theory as well. So we'll have it in kind of sections. What we know, right? We run over all the facts that we know about it, uh, you know, that they've released, that we can research from either books, from online, and we'll, we'll give you sources as well. Written so word. Yes. Smoke signal, whatever, you know. We'll, we'll, we'll do our due diligence to give you the sources of where we got everything from. That way, when you inevitably write some type of comment saying, uh, actually, uh, actually. They, they were last seen in, yeah, okay, but we said we got it from here, so go bring it up with them there. Thank you. So we'll give you all the facts that we can come up with. Then we will come up with what we don't know about the situation, and that will be all the, you know, what we don't know about the situation. The unknowns. Yes, the unknowns. It's the known knowns. Assumptions. Yeah. Is that another wolf? Okay. <laughs> That's awful. Uh, and then at the end, uh, in the third section, we will, oh, no, excuse me. The third section, we'll go over the um, the theories. Okay, so we're going to do the, the conspiracy the, theories. The theories. And, and we, I, I'm treating it, because when I go into it for the theories, I'm treating it like uh, my favorite detective, Batman. Where nothing is off limits. There's a scene in uh, the Batman, the cartoon, where he is talking to uh, the Martian Manhunter, and he was like, "Can you read my mind?" And he's like, "How much do you know about?" He said, well, "How do you know about Martian physiology?" He's like, "I study everything, even if I don't think about it. Like if I don't believe in that stuff, it doesn't matter. I need to know about Dumb- everything." Dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's the smartest thing you've ever heard in yeah. your life. Batman has precognition, no problem. No, no, he, he studied. <laughs> he studied it. Part. How is that precognition? He studied, he studied what? You know what a Superman Martian did. He was born with it. So that means he read a book that somebody wrote about a Martian, and then when he met a Martian, so he's read all the. He books. started. He started to started. ask about it. Let's not talk about fiction. Right? Anyway, Let's talk about fact. so yes, we'll go over all the theories, all the suspects. If there's a murder or something like that, or if there's a disappearance. Uh, all the theories of what could have happened. Was it aliens? We don't know. Yes. Huh? Was those aliens? Did I hear that? <laughs> <It was sad. laughs> it's always <laughs> aliens. <laughs> What's that? And the then secret. at the end, we will... Um, Do aliens have wolfmen? Alien wolfmen. Don't yeah. even go on that. Nah. We already get, we already keep <laughs> people episode, up at night. Episode two. We're already keeping people up at night. But uh, then at the end of it all, we'll come with uh, our best guesses, our conclusions. Uh, yeah, our personal belief on what we think happened, and that doesn't mean that that's it's, what happened. Yeah, it's, so it definitely doesn't. That. Yeah, don't take our word as gospel because yeah. it is, it is not. It's <laughs> definitely us guessing at the, the what's that? I've almost said event. What what we're I mean, going it could over be an here. event. You never know. Yeah, but anyway. like, how did the Hindenburg go down? Huh? Oh jeez, static electricity. The ropes case, case solved right there. <laughs> and then, last section, we call the local police and tell them we solved it. <laughs> we do it live on the show. <laughs> Said hello, real cops. <laughs> Listen to this. So, OG did it. Is that oh, new okay. generic sound you like? Terrible, for? terrible. Uh, but since it is October and uh, we want to keep it in the spooky realm. We've actually come up with a list that we stole off another website. <laughs> we found a list. And so we're just going to go over them, right? Like yeah, 10 creepy unsolved mysteries that happened on Halloween. Oh. You hear that? 
Alien Wolfman. <laughs> oh God! I could have so much fun throwing random. <laughs> Still Loveland Frogman or whatever. <laughs> oh, uh, what was that? What was that? Okay, it was that. That's All terrible. Right. <laughs> All right, so uh, so starting at number ten, everybody. This one was a really really creepy one. And then you want to go? Uh, I do one. You do one. I do one. You do one. You go ahead and read it. Okay. Because I stutter words. Oh, okay. Very embarrassing. So you're the kissel. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. So uh, the Myrtles, uh, excuse the me. Myrtle. <laughs> oh, fuck. We are off to a hot start here. Uh, Myrtling is a new act of terrorism. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. Serious. <laughs> Serious. So, oh, what's that? What's that? People, people die. People die. Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know if we can do that. <laughs> oh, God. Right, get into it. <laughs> Excuse me. The murders of Ronald Sisman and Elizabeth Platzman. I know that sounds fake names. Yeah, for the record, it. we may butcher some of these. Yeah, names. we may. So like Myrtle. Uh, we are not trying to malign <laughs> any of the victims. Uh, and murdering is not a joke. It is not. So, sometime during the early morning of Halloween in 1981, uh, in Manhattan, a couple named Ronald Sisman and Elizabeth Pitts. Uh, Platzman were murdered in their apartment, which was located in Greenwich Village. The couple was severely beaten before being shot in the head execution style, and the apartment was completely ransacked. Sisman was rumored to be involved with drugs, so authorities initially thought that uh, that was the motive, basically, for the killings. However, the case took a bizarre turn when a prisoner or a prison informant claimed that one of the fellow inmates had somehow predicted the crime weeks before it actually happened. Do you know who that inmate or that prison person was? That's right. Read from Shawshank Redemption. No, David Berkowitz. That's right. You, you heard that, that name. That's the son of Sam. Oh, shit. He AKA called it. John Leguizamo. Terrible. Yeah, it was. Called John, it. Yeah. <laughs> it was John Leguizamo. He called it in prison. How does how does that even how does that even how does that work? Like, how does that work? Because that fool knew who did it. Someone yes, he knows who did it. That's gonna be my like, for real. Ah, we like, skipped. We well, skipped. Yeah. We, we did skip a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> next case. But no. no, no. I mean, think about it. Like, I mean, that that's the most logical thing. But okay, so just off the off chance, he doesn't know these people at all. Okay. Like, how does how does, like, I want to know how he called it. Like, what are the, uh. Like, did he give a name? Did he say these people's <laughs> names, they're going to die in this state, blah, blah, blah. You when, know what I mean? What information was given? Um, a it, couple will die in two weeks. It doesn't give It doesn't give too much information on these ones, but unlike how we're going to go into detail on actual episodes, you know, this is kind of episode zero, zero, so this is a, this is a little it's soft. Just, we're we'll, an alpha, huh? We'll have, yes, yes, this is an alpha, so you get into free. <laughs> so... Berkowitz in 1977 was convicted of course of a series of shootings which play, took place or took the lives of seven six victims excuse me uh, and left seven others wounded. Uh, there's always been speculation that he was involved in a satanic cult. Um, I think he was just crazy. That it could have been, but what if there were? What if he was a part of some type of group and that's how he knew these other people communication were communication outside? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, how do you? Call I mean, it? you don't have to be in a satanic cult to. Well, I'm not saying it's a satanic cult. A or cult, just a, cult. a group. Just a group, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it could have been... You gotta have friends on the outside. That's terrible. could have been an old cellmate or something that got out, and then he just knew of well, what this guy was going to do to these people. Maybe there was some 
there was some drug dealings, right? Or well, the that? guy was, was involved in involved? Greenwich Village, in New York, Manhattan. Where's Samuel Little from? Samuel Little, Santa Sam, you talking about? No, Sam, the guy who killed ninety three women. Oh, I don't know Bay Area. I don't know. Was he in New York that way? Terrible, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Sheesh. Uh, so yeah, I mean, this the their murders have still not been solved to this day. Um, but I mean, that's what the show is about, right? <laughs> yeah, it's about actually finding more of the facts and trying to break down a case like this. And so maybe we'll we maybe we'll it. revisit this one later yeah, on. This like, is just something, yeah. that, again, to bring awareness. To and apparently, all these happened on Halloween that we're going to go over today. Every single so one. So he sat in prison, and said, "On Halloween, a couple's going to be killed. One does drugs. He's going to get shot in the back of the head. Oh, premonition done. Beaten and shot in the back of the head. I feel like everyone gets beaten before they get shot in the head. No, not really." Yeah, you get pissed away before you get shot in the head. That's wow. Wow, that's terrible. Signs. I don't think that's... On Halloween? Come on. I don't think that's how that, how that works. Like, just... Like, one person every Halloween, that's what they got to do? You're terrible. I, I call it. You're terrible. Five years from now. You're terrible. Couple's going to get beaten and shot on Halloween. All right. Number nine. The disappearance of... It's on the internet now. Oh, so, oh. if that doesn't happen in five years, people are going to call you out on Premonition. it. The, the disappearance of Huynh Jong Cindy... Or Cindy Song, excuse me. Her, we'll just call her Cindy because that is her name. Yeah. Well, that says it's in quotation marks, so it's her nickname. But yes, okay. Uh, like Adam is your nickname, right? <laughs> His real name is Shithouse. <laughs> they moved it to the train. <laughs> so Cindy was a 21-year-old Southern uh, South Korean student attending Pennsylvania State University in 2001. Uh, she dressed up as a bun- in a bunny costume and attended a Halloween party at a nightclub at State College. After leaving the club, Cindy spent the next few hours hanging out with her friends before she was dropped off at her apartment at 4 a.m. That was the last time anyone saw her. Camp sec. What? Camp sec. What is that? Campus security. The, you think they did it? Keep going. Okay, anyway. After Cindy was reported missing... A search was conducted of her apartment, and there was no sign of any struggle, but many of her belongings, including the fake eyelashes for her costume, were there, indicating that she was inside the apartment apartment. and dropped off her stuff before whatever happened to her afterwards. So, damn, so she went in there. So she got home. She made it home. Freaking took off all her costume, makeup, whatever, and then they, so either somebody was already in that room. Waiting, waiting for, for her, or, or she she left for something. But what would draw? Didn't say. I, I would I would assume that it would say that something happened. Like the, the, it doesn't the, the, say the room anything. was destroyed or something. They, they said that their her stuff was still there. Yeah, but nothing yeah. about her no shit being all over. Nothing. Well, yeah, no signs of struggle. It says that's so what it she says. left with somebody that she felt comfortable with. <gasps> Camp security solved. Terrible, terrible. I, There's more to the story. No. Shortly thereafter, a witness reported seeing a woman resembling Cindy in the Chinatown district of Philadelphia. This woman inside a vehicle with an unidentified male was crying out for help. A bizarre lead came in 2003 when Luzerne County man named Hugo Marcus Zelensky was arrested after the remains of five people were buried in his backyard. Why is Zelensky important? Well, even though none of these remains belong to Cindy, an informant told police that Zelensky and his accomplice named Michael Jason Kirkowski Jr., had, ad- had abducted her. 
After Cindy was raped and murdered, the two men allegedly buried her body at another location. Kurkowski's remains were found in Zelensky's backyard, his accomplice, the guy. Um, and the informant claimed that Kurkowski was murdered for keeping Cindy's bunny's ear from the, co- uh, from the costume that she had on that Halloween night. Uh, so far, no evidence has been found to tie Zelensky to Cindy's disappearance. But in January 2014, the, bur- uh, the burned remains of dozens more people were found at uh, his property. It remains to be seen if they found anything. I did an update look on this one the other night. Still no, so no uh, he tie. did it. <laughs> <laughs> There's no evidence linking him. Yeah, at just all. the other twenty bodies he's got. What <laughs> you had? You know, I mean, so like, yeah, odds but, are, but they're not hers. So you got nothing. You got nothing, copper. That's how they do it in court. Co- uh, in court, won't they? If there was no evidence tying, they can't just be like, "Well, he killed twenty people. He might as well killed her too." Like, they don't do yeah, it that you, way. Yeah, because then you're just assuming. Because now you're just assuming, yeah. You have to have facts. You have to have facts. So the first guy, he did drugs. The, uh, yep, open and shut case. He did drugs. No, I didn't ever say that he was the you reason said, why. No, you said the police assumed that it had to do something. Yeah, that's what the police assumed, <laughs> yeah. 20 bodies in the back <laughs> of his property. <laughs> that has nothing to do with me, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, what's funny is when I was looking this guy up the other night, as soon as I saw his picture, I was like, he did that. <laughs> I was like, he's guilty. That guy did it. He did look like a Well, I mean, he killed if he didn't, 20 people. If, the minimum. If, so. if he didn't, the guy that he killed <laughs> didn't. And he assumes all responsibility. And his accomplice probably helped with It's happiness. like Highlander. You get all of his... <laughs> That's horrible. That's horrible. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what type of podcast this is going to be. Sorry, I was just supposed to do, oh, background. Apparently, you're going to be staying up with laughter. There's a wolf wolf sound. Oh, my gosh. Well, hopefully they uh, can identify some of the remains. Just find her body. Give the family some Is he dead or in prison? He's in prison, I believe. Okay, good. They didn't let him roll. Somebody keeps burying <laughs> bodies in my backyard. <laughs> they did not let him roll. Just, you know, sheesh. So, I, just a sidebar. It, it's strange to me that these people who get caught, like the Samuel Little, too, he was doing time for 30 murders or something like that. Who? Samuel Little. Oh, the Little. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Doing time for 30 murders, doing three back-to-back life sentences, and says, okay, I want to I admit to the 60 more murders I did. Like, It's about... It's about the the publicity for him. I, well, yeah. I'm assuming it's about a lot stuff of stuff too. You, like you said, he's on death's door, right? So he's di- he's, yeah, yeah. He's so Ill. he's going out. It's like, well, look what I got away with. Wait, his, is he getting the death penalty? No, no, he's he ill. Was, he was doing. Oh, he's sick. Yeah, he, okay. he's doing life sentences. Because like Henry Lee Lucas was was the type that would confess to a bunch of murders. But this dude, the difference with this dude is he's taking them to the spots. And he's giving up he, all the evidence. He has a photographic oh, memory, so he's yeah. giving him detail after detail. He's giving detail. him detail on every single one. So and it's not like he's... He's up to how many? He's uh, 93 bodies. He's... he's Good. Yeah, yeah he's it's, giving it's, up it says the that he is. It stuff. says that he is the most... God damn it. Well, I don't forget what the word is, but he, he's prolific. killed the most... Prolific. Prolific, yeah. You're probably going to... We're probably going to hear about him on the last podcast. Like, he will get... I just assume that any I, three I, 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 haven't, I haven't heard anything. You're going to hear his name after everything we can't solve because that's a lot. <laughs> he probably well, because it's like it's a it's a thing where 
whenever you get like Henry Lee, you know, yeah, he wants the like like I was saying, they want the fame, they want that publicity. He knows he's on his way out. If he just died and all these were unsolved, yeah. he gets nothing. But him coming out and saying all this stuff, he gets all the lights. And now he has he, a, he gets a record. Yeah. And that's what that's what he wants. So Wow. That's crazy. I gotta look more into that, dude. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, number eight, everybody. We're going on to number eight. The murder of Nima Louise Carter on Halloween night, of course, uh, like all of them. This one upset me. Uh, The parents of 19-month-old Nima Louise Carter placed their child inside her crib at uh, their Lawton, Oklahoma home. The next morning, Nima's parents were shocked to discover that she was missing. Since the windows in Nima's bedroom were locked, it's theorized that the abductor had been hiding in the closet and sneaked the child out of the house while her parents were sleeping in the living room. A month later, a group of kids were playing in an, in an abandoned house four blocks away from the Carter home. When they opened up the house's refrigerator, they received a horrifying shock when the decomposed body of an infant came tumbling out. The child was identified as Nima Louise Carter, who died of suffocation. A similar crime had occurred in Lawton in April 1976 when a pair of three uh, a pair of three year old sisters, Mary and Tina Carpenter, were lured out of their home by a young woman and uh, forcefully confined inside a refrigerator and another at another abandoned house. When the sisters were found two days later, Mary had suffocated, but Tina managed to survive. Tina identified her abductor as a local teenage babysitter named Jacqueline Rubido. However, the child, uh, the child's age made her testimony unreliable, and there wasn't enough corroborating evidence to file charges at the time. Jacqueline Rubido eventually became the babysitter of Nima Louise Carter. She was obviously suspected after Nima's murder, but once again, there was no evidence to implicate her. Years later, Rubido was finally charged with Mary Carpenter's murder and given a life sentence. She died in prison of liver cancer in 2005, but never admitted to the still unsolved murder of Nima Louisa Carter or Louise yeah. Carter. That's my thing too. It's I'm like the same. It's the same. Like you've got it's the same mo. Like everything. The refrigerator things the same. The abandoned house. Yeah, that are the, the parents. And just try to like throw it on. Because that could be who, a thing. Who so, connects that, though? Like, a group of people, like, all right, we're all going to kill our children. No, so if you had, let, let's say you accidentally do it. you accidentally suffocated your child, what are you going to do? Are, are you going to... What are the odds, though, that it's the same babysitter? They hired like her. That's, they interviewed her. They probably knew something about her. I'm not saying this is what happened, but, like, there's a possibility. Because, like, think about it if he's playing for the defense. He can come up with that theory, and it's a reasonable doubt of so like you. You hired her knowing that she did that. And that she did that. that. You hired her? this person, like you hired this person that was uh, again uh, accused of murder. No evidence. True. Her, so you can't exactly. Really. So let me paint this picture for you, jury. Parents accidentally killed their child, and whatever you know, suffocated them, accidentally drowned. Something happened. We know this uh, that our our babysitter has this past we set it up the same way same mo it's easy to to pass it off to her it's just a frame job hey it's a frame job that's that's what i'm saying that they can do something like that if they're like this you know shady defense that's terrible he, you're so a hu- horrible human being sir 
Yeah, Adam, you piece of shit. It's a goddamn thing. <laughs> <laughs> He's just pointing straight at it's you. It's terrible. Uh, again, feasible, 100% that she could have done it, but liver cancer, like, that, that's painful, right? I, I mean, you're going through that. that that's drawn out. Yeah. You, you would admit to that shit. Just be like, hey, guys, did it. Peace out. Well, you're you're in prison for life, right? And I don't think and she's you, one of those serial killers. Like, so it's weird when serial killers like little, male versus women. Yeah, kill little kids. And so. like, what was the motive behind that though? Like, did they ever? I don't know. Because like, we didn't do any research on this one. We're so just going off of obviously face value. Didn't type do it for the fame. Didn't didn't do it for whatever. I mean, she's not she's not sitting there saying like, let me tell you all the other ones I did or something like that. But yeah, was in prison. Died in prison, not killed. I don't, I don't think in prison you want to admit that you're a child killer. Also but that, she had yeah. Liver cancer, like you get diagnosed with that, and like that, that's that's again slow and painful. That's not just all of a sudden, boom, you you not brain aneurysm. So yeah, but I f- feel like if you admit to killing the child, I mean, either way, you're <laughs> was that a wolf? <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be susceptible to Shanksville. USA, you know what I mean? Like, because I don't think they separate you once you get diagnosed they, with cancer. They don't. You just you're still with you, Jen Pop. You can go to your doctor's She's appointments. She's already but back in here. there for killing a child. You killed two children. Oh God, I'm gonna kill you with two shanks. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, no, that's not. Again, I, I don't know how many people have died and and took it to the grave and stuff. But I mean, like, she did. She, did she go fighting? Like. I can't believe I did all my time in prison for something I didn't do. Or I don't know. Or I'm not telling you. Blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, we'd have to look deeper if into that. I'm just saying if she didn't, if she just went out and didn't say anything, no parents. Well, we'll, we'll have to. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do one on this one, too. I don't know. This is, we'll, that's, uh, camp sec. We'll see. That's terrible. It's not camp security. There was even the campus. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven, uh, the murder of, uh, I'm thinking this is how you say his name, Shame? It's C-H-A-I-M. Lowdown, Shame? Shime. Shime Weiss. It's, so let's go Shime. Shime, yeah. Shime. Shime Weiss. Shame Weiss. Uh, he was a 15-year-old Orthodox Jewish boy attending a mitzvah of Long Beach, uh, a Hashiva high school oh, in I'm New gonna, York. I'm going to have fun with this one. Terrible. Not with the person dying, but yeah, I was gonna oh, say. you were a monster <laughs> with your reading of the language. The morning after Halloween in 1986, the entire school was horrified when Shame was found murdered in his dorm room. Is it Chaim? Could be. Um, he had been bludgeoned to be death him. after a sharp blow to the skull and repeatedly stabbed in the head, but no murder <laughs> weapon could be found anywhere. Since there was no evidence of a struggle, it seemed likely that Shame... Uh, was killed in his bed while he slept before his body was moved to the floor. All, all, by all accounts, Shane was a very well-liked boy, so no one could figure out a possible motive for the crime. There were signs that the killer was familiar with the religious customs of the Orthodox Judaism. Even though it had been a chilly night, the window uh, in Shane's room was open, a custom which is often done to let the deceased person's spirit out. After the murder, one of the school's rabbis left a memorial, memorial candle to burn on Shame's room. Two days later, a second candle appeared, but no one ever admitted to putting there. In the in the same room, in his same house. Room. No, this is a dorm it's room. It's a dorm, dorm room. room. Yes, a dorm room. Um, and it's not camp security. <laughs> Our campus security. I'll wait to get my answer. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Uh, camp sec. <laughs> Terrible. 
During the night, uh, oh, so there was no sign uh, of forced anywhere. So he indicating that the killer may have been him. familiar with the dormitory. He knew him. He had to. During the night, another student of Shane on Shane's floor remembered being momentarily awakened when the door uh, to his room was open before it immediately shut again. Uh, could the killer be uh, initially entering the wrong room by mistake? Uh, after 28 years, authorities have never been able to found, uh, find a suspect or any answers to why Shane Weiss was murdered in such a brutal fashion. 86. That one, actually, I, I did more research on because it was it was an interesting thing. Like, it was kind of, um, if this guy knew, like, rituals and stuff like that for, you know, his, his religion, and he kind of knew the layout of his, his dorm and stuff like that on the floor or something like that, it's got to be somebody that has knowledge he of knows who them. he is. Yeah, yeah, he because knows. Because if there them. was no struggle, you're not expected. So exactly. I'm a woman between 5'3 and 5'7". Number two thing. Oh, explain the first part. Why a woman? Um, so, I, I think that obviously this is a personal kind of attack because of the uh, the veracity e- of the, the either kill? either woman or potentially gay uh, counter counterpoint. Okay, uh, I'm, 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 I'm thinking. Hearing you. I'm just thinking romantic. Fifteen year old boy. Uh, so a romantic love. Interest. I'm thinking romantic interest. I'm okay. think I'm thinking either either because if it, if it was a guy. And if a guy did it in rage, why would he come back and do the second candle? Why would he leave like the because, religious thing? Okay, so like if, it, if it's if it's a uh, um, some type some person a love interest or something, right? Then you probably still have a, some type of connection with them, even though you committed some type of heinous you feel, act. You feel bad. You about still want to like, I guess, give them that res- that respect or something. Like maybe it's something like. Well, it was, it, was, off, it, was like, in the, it was in the heat of yeah. the moment. You didn't Maybe do it that, that probably wasn't the outcome they and were looking for. And you come to your for. senses and you, you leave the window open for the religion. Exactly. With, um, you, do it, you come back with another candle, you do all that kind of stuff. If it was a good friend that he just pissed off in the moment and who was very religious, I, I could also see those things. But That could be another thing, that um, it's somebody that's maybe they share the same religion and so they know the customs already. So he opened the window, or I should say they opened the window Lit the candle, brought another one, you know, all basically giving him his last rites, if you will. I'm, I'm not really sure what that religion. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, uh, I haven't listened to it either. Yeah. Right, right. Um, that, He's that's performing some type of rites. That's, rites that's where my mind goes because, it, like, who else would it be? You're in a you're in a dorm, so you'd other have you would just have a guy friend. Mm-hmm. Like no, no random, you know, someone who lives in the hall who doesn't know who you are would yeah. would do this, do the candle, like risk getting caught and all this kind of stuff for no no purpose. Yeah, if it was a st- if it was like a strange person so that has no connection, obviously someone who knew him. So then it goes to you know maybe just a good friend. That's where the whole gay thing comes in. I think it, it would have to That's get weird. Something 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 that you would feel ashamed. Not really of. accepted. Well, it's, well, it's, in, 80, it's in, 86, so I mean that was yeah. It well, was and still you're, kind of you're an Orthodox that, and you're an Orthodox Jewish. Yeah, yeah. When was the AIDS epidemic? I mean, they're 15. 90s. Yeah, but they're 15. Yeah, but it's 15. No, no, I'm not saying saying that's what he had, but I'm saying, like, it was after. Because of that, like, a lot of they look down on sexuality and all this stuff. It's always been looked down on. Yeah, it's kind of. Especially in that religion. So it's something they felt ashamed of, I'm assuming, something like that. But that's just where my mind mind goes on it. So investigators looked into a former janitor of the school, uh, along with a mentally ill man who attacked senior citizens uh, in their homes near. Um, that area, uh, but both men were ruled out. 
uh, in 2013, uh, his case was reopened, and they interviewed more than 100 former students, but made little to no progress uh, in the investigation. And then in 2015, it was announced that they believed a student or faculty was responsible for the murder. However, they had no suspects. So all they came out was just like, we kind of think now after so many years, student or faculty did it. Um, but in as of early as 2017, so this is two years ago, his father, Anton, was interviewed by a news station and recalled several bizarre incidences uh, that uh, that uh, prior to his son's murder in 86, um, he had called him, he had, uh, Shame had called from a summer camp uh, crying, saying that he wanted to go home. According to Anton, his father, this was very out of character for him. Uh, and in August, Shame went to visit his grandparents in Europe. During this time, uh, the yeshiva's principal, Rabbi Avron Cooper, called Anton several times asking when Shame would be back home. Uh, but he felt that that was kind of suspicious. His dad felt that was kind of suspicious. The principal was called. The principal called that. Hmm. Uh, on another occasion, Cooper and Anton, uh, Cooper, of course, the rabbi again, uh, Cooper had Anton bring Shame to his home to talk with him alone. After meeting with... Uh, after meeting for about 10 minutes, Shame returned to his father. However, he was reluctant to talk about their meeting. Anton suspects Rabbi Cooper may have some information about Shame's murder. Someone have, uh, some have speculated that may have been, that he may have been involved. However, no one has been charged in the case. Like I said, who, what principal calls for a student? Constantly? A gay one that is, uh, I called it, oh man, I'm so good at this. No, I mean, you didn't solve anything yet. No, because solve, get him. Yeah. Go get <laughs> him. So, I mean... All you have to do is the cops come back 28 years later. Do you remember anything? No, I don't. You, you, you kind of do... I mean, like, if you're, a, if you're a detective or something like that, like, yeah, that, that, all that information that dad tells you that, like, sparks everything for you to go back and investigate this investigate guy. Investigate that guy. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. then that's, that's he's a gonna person ask of him, interest now. He's going to ask him questions. Hey, do you remember what the conversation was about? Do you remember why... No, it was 28 years ago. Well, I imagine, because he's a principal at that campus that... Uh, Chime was killed at, yeah, or killed on. So, what uh, he must have been um, like, they got his statement, right, or or any information from him. They must have interviewed. So him. it should be on file, so right? Something You're on saying? file. So what you do is when the detectives but go they in, they have no. Okay. They ask questions that they've asked him twenty eight years ago or whatever, and if he slips up on those answers, then you, that's when you. Because his answer should be the same. If they, if this, if, if this if person, they interviewed him. If, if this person's him. got away for for 30 years, and they come up and say, hey, so back 28 years ago, we asked you, uh, you know, this, this, what's your answer? I don't know. It was 28 years ago. Oh, try try your best. Sorry, I, I have nothing for you. They, they've they caught people on that before. I, it, it wouldn't hurt to try. No, no. I, no, he did it. I'm just, go arrest him. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I skip the formalities. 20 years of freedom after that. But, uh, yeah, no, that's... It's definitely something to look into. The school sounds like it's, it's definitely like in that culture. Well, you'd have to check to see if there, if there was any other foul play on the on the campus or anything. If there's any other students that may have had other awkward inf- uh, yeah, instances I'm, with yeah, Rabbi. I'm, as, I'm assuming they would have done their due diligence of checking this person. It says a hundred former students that they interviewed. 
and nobody came right. up with so anything. I, I would maybe, hope that they checked this guy's background. But I'm they, wondering, did they, because they interviewed them. About they, him. They interviewed about, yeah, and that was in 2013. And in 2017 is when his dad came with all that extra information. So I'm wondering, did they ask the right questions at and the did time? did the dad hold on to that for 20 years? It probably didn't make it sense didn't until make sense. then. Like, you don't, there's small instances that are just kind of weird. Like, your son calling from a, a summer camp, that doesn't seem too out of place for a kid to be homesick or something like that or have a bad experience up there but not lead to murder and then the the dad call i mean the 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 rabbi is a little more yeah like that screams out a little more like why are you calling about my son or why do you even yeah. need to talk why to my son checking in but on he him. thought that 26 years later it slips your mind, yeah, man. the emotions you gotta go grieving you, as well yeah, yeah like you don't think straight you're not thinking you're not thinking straight during all that stuff it's it's a camp sick Terrible. Yeah, horrible. Where were they? Yeah, that's a good yeah. question. Where were they? Probably had one dude on the entire campus. Terrible. He's the principal. Smoking a duber. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of stuff to uncover. We don't have all the facts. That's for sure. Um, so, you know. Give me 20 minutes. Terrible. interview all those people. All You're 100? Not interviewing 100 and something people. No, uh, camp sec, number one. Give me some time with that dude. <laughs> the dad, just one guy. It's one guy over the whole campus. And then the uh, in 1981, I doubt they had 50 people doing that. Um, At least three top see. flight security. Camp sec principal. The, prin- the principal was the rabbi, right? Yes. Yeah. And yes. then the the dad. Those. Are, that's all you need. Those three, and you got it. You can. You can get the case I done. Could, I could either get. Yes. <laughs> He's like, I, I would either. either get, yeah, I got First this. Off, I'm not interviewing Camp Sec. I'm arresting him, and then I'm just shooting the shit with the other two. Really, the rabbi? Yeah, okay. <laughs> number one suspect. The number one suspect right now? He might be a number two suspect. Terrible, because you're just so lean and focused in on Camp Sec. Huh? He just gave he gave twenty bucks to Camp Sec. He left. Wow. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that that case is definitely still open, and I'm guessing. I'm really hoping that they are still investigating because like it just makes common sense. Investigate that that you would rabbi. you would go back and you would ask the not even the rabbi you would just go to the other people and ask the right questions this time. We're like, okay, I know we asked you about that situation, but have you ever had any other you know you weird instances? Yeah, instances with, with this, this yeah character because then that might lead you up to the right thing. You know, stabbed in the head, dude. That is a uh... bludgeoned and then stabbed in the head. So that takes a lot of crime that, that's, yeah, I feel like that's definitely take, a crime. A lot of yeah. Strength to just like constantly 15 year old boy times. Well, I mean, I guess after like the first couple, it's going to just be old mush. rapist. I mean, I don't know. We, uh, it's an, it's an, an unsolved mystery. So hopefully they can, you know, solve it. <laughs> well, with all these, I hope they can solve. Yeah. It. Well, this one is a different, difficult one. Uh, the identity of, quote-unquote, orange socks. So on Halloween 1978, I, the 70s and the 80s, whew. No cameras. Good Lord, man. No cell phones. Uh, the unidentified body of a young woman was found on a concrete culvert near Interstate 35 just outside Georgetown, Texas. The victim appeared to be in her 20s and had been sexually assaulted before she was strangled to death. It seemed likely she was murdered that very same day and the only unique clue about her identity was a silver oval-shaped ring on her hand. The victim was nude, and the only garment of clothing she uh, had was a pair of orange socks. Since the young woman was never identified, orange socks became her nickname. Years later, a serial killer, Henry Lee Lucas, confessed to the murder of orange socks. 
He even stated that he had sex with her corpse after she was dead. However, Lucas did not know the woman's identity. He claimed he picked her up while they were hitch- while she was hitchhiking and only remembered uh, that her name was Joni or Judy. After being sentenced to death for the woman's murder in 1984, Lucas recanted his confession in order to have his sentence commuted. Indeed, further investigation showed that Lucas was likely working in Florida on the day that she was murdered. Lucas was notorious for frequently confessing to murders he never committed, and no one uh, is sure how many people he actually killed. Henry, Henry Lee Lucas died November, I mean, in prison in 2001, but Orange Sox is not the only Id- unidentified murdered victim that he was connected to. Where was this located? This was in Georgetown, Texas, Interstate 35. So he was in Florida at the time. He was in Florida. Most likely. Yeah. He, well, I mean, they investigated and was like he was working. Was this on a campus? It was on, on an interstate. No, interstate. Yeah. No uh, campus in sight. So, no. God. This one is, there's not enough evidence or anything to, to go off of. No identity. No identity. No clothing. No no clothing nothing. Is. This is and it's seventy nine and it's so seventy nine, so you can kind of get lost. Like you, yeah. can, it's one of the, it's like the age of the, I would say like the hippies and stuff, right? Literally, walk out your house, walk ten miles, hitchhiking, and it's yeah, a completely new hitchhiking area. is you know, you know, probably rampant or something like that around there. Like people are a little more trusting than they should oh, have yeah. been hitchhiking. Yeah, that's like nowadays. That's a no. That's a that's no no. Even though we all end up dead. get in cars with Ubers and Lyfts with strangers I love, all the time. I love that. That's a that's a no no. <laughs> okay, I gotta get home real quick. <laughs> so so this is your first. This is your first drive. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah. I just started today. Yeah, I'm going ahead and cancel this real so quick. One star, huh? <laughs> all right. Have you has have, have you guys seen any Uber or Lyft with stars below four? I uh, never check the stars. Ah, so you guys never to. get in an Uber. Terrible. I took Lyft unless to I'm with a group of friends. I took Lyft to work for a week. Didn't check Jack. So yeah, orange socks. That's that's. There's no nothing to go on. There's like really nothing to and go those on. Those damn socks. I mean, yeah. he didn't steal the ring, which is interesting. Or I keep saying he, but they they didn't. Whoever it was a he. Did Let's it. be. What is it? Ninety something percent of the time, or eighty something percent of the time, yeah, it's, it's always a, a man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the I mean the the ring. There's only two markers: the ring and socks. The ring and the socks. socks. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No one's gonna remember orange socks. But on, if they say if they know that she was sexually assaulted, I wonder if there was any type of DNA. Was there anything collected? Yeah, like if there was seventy nine, dude. So. Uh, that's all, that's all. Like, hopefully, somebody did uh, ancestry dot com for. I mean, it's, that's been it's almost a lot of these. It's crimes, almost man. the best detective that we've got. I just hope that it's actually foolproof type of situation. Well, the biggest thing is that if they actually collected it and stored it properly, as, that yes. SVU episode pisses me off where they went to all these different precincts and they're just, they show all their, uh, I was just stagging. Some was like water damage, water damage and stuff and like that. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. They were just all messed well, some, up. Yeah. Some their, their buildings got closed down or burned down. And then there's, they threw their shit away because they didn't have enough storage for it. And they're like, Oh, it's been 20 years to toss it. Um, and then the water damage one and all that stuff, and it's yeah, that, I remember seeing that one. That or was yeah, up. back. Sorry, we we didn't uh, we didn't have our um, oh shit, what's it called? Uh, they didn't file it correctly, so they're like, oh, like this is over there in that box where it shouldn't be, and that's over there. So it's this this is a sweater when it says this should be somebody's pants with blood on it. Oh, sorry, it got filed incorrectly. That shit just that's screws irritating. over so yeah, much. Yeah, screws up a that's lot. Of stuff. Yeah, so. 
a lot of stuff that we see on or that we hear on like last podcast stuff. Uh, some of the stuff is like it was just incompetence at the time of the police. You it's, know, it's a lot of incompetence because yeah. yeah, around this like, time they didn't. I don't think they were talking to each other. Yeah, a lot of yeah. It, it they weren't communicating yeah. between uh, districts around, and, yeah. and precincts. But I mean, look at this. You f- you find a, a body of somebody, no known identification, no um, personal items other than a ring and socks. You would think pictures, right? Take pictures of her face and, and get Send that out, out there. Yeah, you know, like, do you know this person? Uh, uh, if that doesn't work for whatever reason. Um, the DNA evidence off the the sexual assault, you know, and see or if there's anything there an, from an attack or fingernails from it, any from her from defense. Like, yeah, like you, why wasn't yeah, DNA you, collected from I mean, You have a body, her. yeah, yeah. Her, because her now DNA. we can maybe try to link Should if there's anything. Yeah. If yeah. there's anything, orange socks, Jane Doe. It's 1979. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I I, I don't know, man. That is it's. I don't know what was happening in Georgetown, Texas at the time. So, number five, the Walker County Jane Doe. Race Jane Doe? Yeah. On the morning of November 1st, 1980, a truck driver discovered a nude body of a teenage girl next to Interstate 45 just outside Huntsville in Walker County, Texas. This is Same Texas person. again. Off the interstate, huh? Uh, uh, a different a one. year 45. later, though. A year later. And a a year, year later, later, though, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, because Halloween, the, the she November was found 1st, November yeah. 1st, so Halloween was the day before. So the 24th, and almost a year to the... A year to the day, almost. Yeah, type of situation. Uh, the victim had been sexually assaulted before she was beaten and strangled to death. Since the young girl uh, was never identified, she was simply uh, to become known as Walker County Jane Doe. It's estimated that she had been murdered several hours before the discovery and a potentially interesting backstory began to emerge for the girl when witnesses came forward to report their interactions with her on Halloween night. After being lit after being let out of a vehicle by an unidentified male at a nearby South Gulf South End Gulf station, Jane Doe had reportedly asked numerous people for directions to the Ellis United Prison or Ellis Unit Prison claimed she had plans to visit a friend there. However, when her photograph was circulated among the inmates at Ellis Unit, no one would admit to knowing her. Later that night, a truck stop waitress had similar conversations with Jane Doe. The girl claimed she was 19 years old, hailed from Ar- uh, I'm guessing that means Arkansas? Arkansas? Because it, it, yeah, it looks like they just it have a typo because it says Aransas. Uh, so Arkansas Pass Area uh, and seemed to imply that her parents did not care about her. Since this girl was killed exactly one year after Orange Sock's murder, and uh, after killed after Orange Sock's murder, and there were numerous similarities between the two crimes, Henry Lee Lucas was considered a possible suspect. However, there was never any evidence to connect Lucas to the murder, and the Walker County Jane Doe remains unidentified. It's almost, it's basically the same crime. It feels like it's the, the exact same crime just a year to the in, day. In Texas as well. Yeah. So, so this one has a little bit, so she claimed she was 19. It is Aransas. This was a. It's a real place. Oh, it is? Oh, yeah, excuse Aransas me. Aransas. All right. Aransas Pass. Um, 19 years old, probably had a pen pal at the prison maybe? Parents Maybe had a pen pal at the prison. Parents didn't like her real much, probably made a connection Runaway with somebody type of situation. on the inside, ran away. And yep. they're not going to say, hey, this 
deceased woman is somebody that I had conversation right. with. Yeah, no, they're not going to say that. The the yeah. prisoner, I'm already in here for whatever tax evasion. Because screw they, that. But see, but then you're you're in prison, so it's so like, you, yeah, but you I, clearly didn't do it. You have a pen pill. Yeah, they send you pictures of the don't. Um, I'm going to come see you. I'm going to come visit you on this day. I'm going to go do this, whatever. Da, 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 da. You see her, you don't see her. You see her, she pisses you off. You you don't see her. She doesn't come see you, whatever. You get a friend on the outside or whatever, or you get out yourself. Any type of connection. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to be, for terrible, terrible, terrible reasons, you know, you should give up all the information you can, you know, to help these people find the killer. But they're probably thinking, I don't want to be tied to this at all. Yeah. I'm in prison. I know how this works. I'm not trying to be tied to any type of situation that could be potentially put on me as well, but yeah. I, I'm even assuming, though I didn't do it. I'm assuming they would have circulated it to the guard, the picture of her to the guards as well. So well, ha- she, just said, guards she just said she, she had like. a friend at the prison. Because if she comes to visit the prison, I would assume that they'd be like, hey. It might not even been a prisoner. That's very true. Because she, she just said, I have a friend at she the prison. She had a friend at the prison. But the, so if it, if it was that, then yeah, circulated to the guards type of situation. Well, but then again, I mean circulated to the guards because if she had come to visit a an inmate, somebody, a guard could be like, yeah, she comes and sees this guy all the time, or she, blah, 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 blah. So, again, good and positive type of things. Like, if they circulated to the guards in a positive way, then they could be like, oh, yeah, I know who that is type of situation. But if it was a bad way, and like, this person you, was, you know but this person was messing with a younger girl that is not 19, even though she said she sure, is. Right. So, I, I guess either way, but. the guard would be like, yeah, no, I don't know this person. Because they don't want to implicate themselves in what could be a crime. Yeah. Got it, but Why is she going to see you? Why, yeah. Either way, as long as it w- wasn't just the inmates that it was, it was shown to. Just uh, everybody, cover uh, all bases, right? Right, but if let's let's put that as a comparison to Orange Socks. Um, maybe I don't know how how did you say Orange Socks was estimated? Um, estimated age. Wasn't it sixteen? No, they didn't really have a an estimated age. Said a, let's say twenty. Let's let's say it said in her twenties. Yeah, it said in twenties. Could be the same thing. Could yeah, be. It's, it's, I mean, it's pretty close to Mo. Like, said she appeared to be in her twenties. Yeah. Orange socks. So. Same age, like similar age. A year, a year apart. A year apart. Same day. Like well, very, I mean, it's very, very close. Same time frame. Same time, time frame. frame. It's still. That's it's pretty similar pattern. You know what I mean? Like you, I don't know. Yeah. But see, and they were probably thrown off at the time because you got Henry Lee Lucas throwing his. I did it. I yeah, did I did it. Crap in there, throwing them off. So they probably are, or one track mind, just like camp security over here, and just like zooming in on that one thing and not and just being blind to other things that could be evident. The difference in the cases, though, is that she had witnesses who actually saw her and spoke with her. Yeah, and the things that jump out are parents hate me, and I have a friend at the prison. Yeah. That's the only two things you know about this person. That's it. And apparently they have um, more information on her on uh, the doughnetwork.org. Like even pictures and everything up. Uh, and like I guess the jewelry she was wearing and everything like that. But so oh, far. She actually had, she had clothes? Um, from these drawings that, that they put her in. Orange socks obviously just had orange socks. Yeah. And uh, I mean. There's a whole bunch of other stuff we can go into on this one. They but say she found wait, she wait, was wait. found. Well, those yeah, those two no, are, yeah, are kind of connected, body. so that'd be yeah. I think you might solve two for for one on that. So one. Two for yeah. oh, I there'd have to be more than that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like if 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 the first one 
if Orange Sox was the first one, there's probably a little escalation after that. You know, there was a cool off period type of situation, right? And yeah. then that urge or whatever came back to you know him. And well, these are just these are specifically picked up because of the date. Yeah, so and these are the, there yeah could be so there could be more all between yeah killings within the year that happened with the same mo's like same age range are all found off the interstate like I think there was a um, a killer that was going I forget I forgot who it was but he was going off I think they called him like the interstate killer or something he was finding hitchhikers killing them dumping their body on different interstate the easiest goddamn thing so, I mean, to do back then yeah, I know yeah, yeah. it's just the hitchhikers anyway you pick them up. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, number four, the murder of Marvin Bradlin. Uh, in 1982, 69-year-old Marvin Bradlin lived with his wife, Ethel, uh, in Fort Dodge, Iowa. On Halloween that year, the Bradlins uh, had been handing out candy, handing out candy on tri- to trick-or-treaters who came to their house. At one point, they answered the door, and they were surprised to see a man wearing a mask. He said, trick or treat, give me your money or I'll shoot. The Bradlins uh, thought someone was playing a Halloween prank and tried to remove the mask, but he wouldn't let them. Instead, the masked man entered the house, then pulled a gun. He demanded that the couple bring down, bring him down to the basement and give him all the money they had stashed in their safe. The Bradlins uh, became suspicious since very few people knew that they even had a safe in their basement. For this reason, Marvin was still convinced that, it, uh, that a friend of the family member our family member was simply playing a Halloween trick on them. When the masked man led the Bradlin, uh, the Bradlins uh, through the kitchen towards the basement, Marvin made a grab for the gun. The intruder wound up shooting Marvin in the throat before fleeing the house and inexplicably leaving the mask behind. Ethel was so traumatized by her husband's death that she died a few mo- a few months later. Over the years, uh, an acquaintance of the Bradlins family have allegedly bragged about committing the murder, so DNA testing was performed on the mask. However, there wasn't enough uh, usable material uh, for an adequate test, so there is no evidence to charge the suspect, and Marvin Bradlin's murder officially remains unsolved. An acquaintance bragged about getting away with murder? Yeah, of them, like specifically of that family. Why wouldn't you... Because you have to, you have to tie immediately it. start start. Yeah, you have to. I, you definitely dig into that person's life, like into every aspect of them. But they can't just automatically, you know, arrest. They you have to prove. You're tracking the bullet. I don't know. I like like I said, these are all just off that website where we just kind of we didn't get in, you know, get yeah, in detail. We didn't go into stuff. Yeah. details on this one because this Whoever is just owns the, the bullet. Well, so really? Everybody look in your <laughs> pockets right now. Cool. Oh, that owns the gun. Um, I don't know why, but I just went I went to kid real quick. Um, there was no kid. Oh, you think a kid? One of the, like a They f- didn't have children? No, there was no children there. That, that would make sense if it was like well, a son or something. They were or? old, right? Uh, I take it back. I don't know if there were kids there. No, no, I just I just mean they're 69 they're years kids. old. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean like a son. Or like their son, or oh yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, like one of their kids. You're saying did it? Correct. Oh okay. I mean, yeah, he thought it was a really friend or a family. Pr- really yeah. wanted to protect his face. Knew that they had something in the cellar. Maybe hard on times, a drug d- user or something like that. And took. Uh, I mean, he left the mask behind and everything. So it sounds because you said. Let's see. Then verbatim, you said. 
showed up at the door. Yep. Give me what's in the cellar or I'll yes. shoot you. Yes. Plays around, tries to get the mask, bats away, goes inside, and then you said takes the gun out. So didn't have the gun originally. Was hoping just to listen to me, do what I say. Um, gets inside. No, he entered the house and pulled out a gun. Correct. Says, yeah. Yeah. So I didn't have the gun already. Yeah, at the door you're talking so about. So asked a question. It wasn't brandish. Get me, yeah, 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 yeah. get me into the cellar. Didn't have the gun out. So didn't 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 plan on doing anything. Obviously had real bullets. So planned if something went down, um, could be uh, I guess relative or something like that. But I don't. I I went straight to sun on that one. Um, the only reason that I wouldn't think it obviously because I'm assuming that the parents would be like, okay, that sounds like are you you're the same height as or you remind me of whatever. Um, but it sounds like the dad still thought he was being messed with or something like that. Like someone was still playing with him, like a neighbor or something like that. So. That's why I if if anybody would have checked them first. Anybody makes that joke, you play it like it's the real thing. Oh yeah, like if, if you you're talking about if there was a situation. Yeah. Well, like, nowadays, yes. You you any day, I think I think you should always go with that mentality is like if I can't directly see Wait, what year you this? Is this? Uh this is uh eighty two. So in the 60s, 70s, and 80s, a lot of this stuff, like the, the hitchhiker stuff and all this, mm. so much trust, so much trust mm. in these na- in these neighborhoods and in people back then for some god ungodly reason. Um, but it's, it leads to this stuff. It's like, oh yeah, no one would, no one would come into my house, my house and shoot me like that doesn't happen. People used to leave their front doors open. Because all these long periods time. of time where people didn't do anything, it just takes those... People that know that you're like in Canada, good God, Canada leaves their door unlocked. One person from Detroit goes up there, man, everyone's getting robbed. Uh, number three, the death of a Key West newborn. Uh, on the morning of October 31st, 2004, a housekeeper at the Hilton Resort uh, and Mary uh, Marina in Key West, Florida, found something in the garbage bins of the ladies' room in the lobby. She may have initially assumed it was a Halloween prank, but the situation became truly horrific once she realized that she found the body of a newborn infant girl. The child still had an umbilical cord and placenta attached uh, to her body, indicating that someone recently gave birth to this girl and decided to uh, toss her in the trash. Uh, It did not take authorities long to figure out uh, who was responsible. Uh, Hours earlier, a young woman pregnant and three male companions were seen walking through the hotel lobby. They entered the ladies' room while the men waited outside. At one point, the female witness uh, went into the washroom and heard a pregnant woman moaning inside the stall. When the waitress, uh, when the witness asked uh, the three men if they were with the, wo- or if they knew the woman, one of them claimed to be her boyfriend. He even called out her name at one point, which sounded like Samantha or Sonia. Uh, the pregnant woman. Uh, was in the bathroom for approximately 40 minutes, and the security guard saw her clutching her stomach when she exited. Uh, When the guard asked if she was all right, uh, he was told she had gotten sick at a party uh, uh, by partying too much at a nearby fantasy fest. Four individuals were uh, were escorted out of the hotel, but the child was not discovered until morning. Fingerprints, blood samples, and DNA evidence were taken from the washroom and compared to several suspects, including Casey Anthony. However, the mother that's terrible. However, the mother and the three men have yet to be identified, and no one has been prosecuted for the newborn's death. That's 
Uh, it's always the surprise guest that did it, by the way. I mean, you got the, there's probably video footage, right? Like of a hotel, <laughs> like 2004. 2004. Yeah, we're should. four. Yeah, DNA evidence, like. It's Florida, though. I mean, <laughs> surprised that's the first time that's happened. That's terrible. That's terrible. Uh, that one seems like with more evidence, they like sh- they should have that one. Yeah, that one should be. They got fingerprints. They got yeah, video, you got everything. They, got, they, they, they came into the hotel, but they didn't stay in a room? Was that what it was? Yeah, they probably came in to do that. And then bounce. And you have a witness as well that most likely saw her and the three guys. And it doesn't even say like they were in like Halloween costumes or anything. Nothing. So you know it's not suspicious. Yeah. I mean, you know it is suspicious. Like if you came from a party and all that type of stuff or. Clearly pregnant woman comes in. Clearly pregnant. Oh, she's sick from the party over here. Partying too hard. Got a 30-month-year-old baby in there. What do you mean partying too hard? No one has questions, no. Well, you gotta think about it. Nobody gets involved. You're not gonna. You you wouldn't in a ask hotel it. if you work there. He kicked them out. That's what he did. Uh, that, that says that's that's his involvement. He did it. Terrible. The guy who kicked him out did it. Camp sex. Um, I mean, <laughs> we have a body found on the side of the road that we're like, okay, maybe this, maybe this, maybe this. You got videotape, you got fingerprints, you have and it's oh, witnesses. It's 2004. 2004, so you know. I'll let them figure that out. I think that one should be. Make Hilton. I mean, v- video. Make Paris Hilton find it out. Video Terrible. It wasn't. It wasn't that great. <laughs> it was a Hilton result, but it's not her. I wouldn't want her on any uh, case. Casey, yeah, Casey, Casey Anthony was there. So. But see, and that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. The same thing with, like, police officers. They get one thing probably in their head, and they're like, well, that's what we're going with. Casey Anthony's hot at the time. Let's do that. She was on a streak. That woman's crazy. <laughs> when you hear her whole story, Ed, that's a that's a crazy. I don't understand how. If she, I'm, the, I'd be she like, didn't get convicted. I'm, if I'm the cop, I'm like, how, is everybody taking crazy pills around me? She's lied to us this whole time, <laughs> like every step of the way. Is she white? Yeah. All right. Oh wow. Anyway, number two, hey, the mysterious guy, death of Chris she Jenkins. Would, she would only got ten years anyway. Terrible. Uh, Chris Jenkins was a 21-year-old student from the University of Minnesota who visited a downtown Minneapolis bar on Halloween night in 2002. After leaving the bar around midnight, Chris vanished without a trace. He remained a missing person for four months until his body was discovered in the Mississippi River. How far away is the Mississippi River from Minnesota or Minneapolis? I don't, yeah, that's that's the east, so... Those are two foreign words to me. <laughs> Since Chris was still wearing his Halloween costume, oh, all shit. indications uh, were that he sh- died shortly after his disappearance. Chris was heavily intoxicated that night, and since his cause of death was determined to be drowning, authorities initially believed that it was an accident or suicide. His parents refused to believe that this is, uh, I believe this, and pressed for a more thorough investigation. Finally, in 2006, the death was reclassified as homicide. Said from where, Minnesota? Uh, Minneapolis, and his body was found in the Mississippi River. So uh, it goes right. It goes right through it? Oh, okay, yeah. so then it's like the American River here? Pretty much, that's okay. what it looks like. Okay, I'm thinking... I don't have, like, full details. Down the way. Yeah, yeah. The Mississippi yeah. River goes through okay. a lot. So, uh, okay. Denial. Covers a lot of ground. Uh, while the authorities uh, have withheld specific details, they claim that an in what? I know this word. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. I know this word. 
<laughs> I can't see it, so I can't tell it. <laughs> you. You're ridiculous. <laughs> it's 12 at night right now. Uh, an incarcerated suspect <laughs> told them uh, that he was present when Chris was murdered and thrown off a bridge into the river. Even though the police believe that the man's story to be credible, no charges have been filed. However, one person, one possible theory is that Chris Jenkins could have been a victim of the mysterious smiley face murders. The names they give these things, I swear to God. It's to sell newspapers. Uh, during the time period, approximately 40 male students in the United States were victims in a bizarre series of drowning deaths. In some of these cases, explain, uh, unexplained smiley face graffiti was found near the body or the water where the victim had drowned. This had led to some theorizing that their deaths were connected and the victims were drugged before being thrown into the body of water to make the murders look like an accidental drowning. While no smiley face uh, graffiti was ever found to connect Chris Jenkins' death, uh, investigators cannot overlook the similarities to many of the unsolved cases. So, Either copycat or... They they said they'd never found <coughs> the cu- the smiley face killer. It was all over the USA. It wasn't like it was just in one area. It was a how easy to be a, a murderer in the two thousands. That was two thousands. Yeah, this is modern. How easy is it to be a killer in two thousands? <laughs> like, Good God! Yeah, no, this is the seventies, eighties. Like we've People been talking playing about. Red Dead in real life. Jesus. Yeah, no, this is this is. I think it's I think it's infinitely more difficult to to go undetected with. Killing nowadays, like well, so. This guy was really drunk on Halloween. Hey, buddy, come on this, come on this way. Let's go. Like that's probably five feet to the Mississippi. That's probably here. more of a easier victim than think. Think about it. You can literally just guy leaves drunk from party. If if he was gets into an altercation or a serial killer, or whatever, beats him up, throws him in. Guy just drowns. Because he, if he's knocked out or, like, beaten half to death, there's no way he's swimming out of that. You know what I mean? I'd be interested in looking at that one just because I, I think it would either be a copycat or number 41 on the, on the smiley, smiley face, face killers. I don't know. All right. And the last one number we got on one, here, the disappearance John of Benet Stephen Deman uh, or Damon. I don't know how you it. pronounce it. D A N M A N. Incarcer. I knew the word. All right, I knew the word. <laughs> yeah, I knew the word so well. I knew the computer. <laughs> I had to reassure myself before I said it. Incarcerate. That's what I was thinking the whole time. Did you say like, all the mur- myrtles? Yeah, the myrtles. We started off high. We finishing out high. On Halloween, 1955, Marilyn Damon took two-year-old son took her two-year-old son Stephen and seven-month-old daughter. Pamela to the supermarket in East Meadow, New York. While she went shopping, Marilyn let Stephen wait outside. Excuse me. Yeah, pa- pause right there. Two-year-old Stephen. Who's seven? Two-year-old oh, Stephen and seven-month-old seven. daughter. Pam- what? Told you, 1955, man. Yeah, go smoke some cigarettes. Who? It's fine. <laughs> In the hell just Go park the car, Stephen, real quick. Two years old. How old? No, there's no. That's insanity. That is crazy. Uh, trust. It was the trust what back in. Trust. It's a two-year-old child. How many religious people? God, God's on my side. Two-year-old. Go park the car. Go 
go park the car, really? Give yeah. Some money he has the keys. Give some money to the homeless outside. Like. So Marilyn let Stephen wait outside the store with his sister, who was inside a carriage. Ten minutes later, Marilyn exited the store and was shocked to discover that both Stephen and the carriage were gone. Shortly thereafter, the carriage was discovered uh, about a block and a half away. However, even though Pamela had left behind, uh, w- had been left behind in the carriage, Stephen was nowhere to be found. Uh, he, uh, in many cases, uh, where infants are abducted, it's theorized that the predator wanted a child of their own uh, and decided to raise the missing infant under a new name. Over the years, DNA testing has been utilized in attempt to determine if the Stephen Damon uh, was ever given a new identity, at one point, investigators noticed that Stephen bore a resemblance to the infamous, bo- uh, infamous boy in the box, which we will cover at, a, laser the, uh, wa- at a later Jack episode. Uh, an identified child who was found murdered inside a cardboard box in Philadelphia in 1957. That's two years after Stephen. Uh, however, DNA testing would eventually confirm that Stephen and the boy in the box were not the same person. In 2009, a Michigan man named John Barnes came forward believing that he might be Stephen, but DNA testing also ruled him out. It's possible that the adult Stephen Damon might be living under a, a, a new life somewhere and a different identity, not knowing, you know, what happened to him. Um, however, his whereabouts continue to remain unknown. And that one, since it's 1955, yeah, that could have just been like, we want a new kid. We're going to take this one. We don't want to try to get away with two kids. Why not take the, the new one? Because we don't want to get away with two kids. That's no, probably cost more. So, so why so take you, the two-year-old? Not if the you had, if you both had a child, right? You had your son and then lost your son for whatever reasons. And then some people. Here's one of the exact same. They uh, pick yeah. up a random child and then that's their son. They just well, go. Yeah, I get that, but I mean, if if you want, if you really wanted to be a parent, then wouldn't you want to be a newborn parent? Like, wouldn't you rather? Not have necessarily. Same, what if they lost the their two-year-old kid? True. True. And they just wanted like for like. So cause it was a thing. It, it, grieving parents is well, a weird. It was thing. a boy and a girl, right? So I guess that could also add. It also, it. yeah, it could also be they wanted a boy. Uh, but the grieving parents are a weird thing. Like we was watching the unsolved, uh, the BuzzFeed unsolved, where they had the the lady. She lost her son. Um, he went to the movies and he never came back. Right. She called the cops five days later and reported missing kid. Then when they said they, when the kid came forward and was like, Hey, I'm this kid. They took him back to their mom. She was like, Oh, I'm a boy. Three weeks later. She was like, that's not my son. After three freaking weeks. I can't remember the kid's name, but. It's a, it's a weird thing. They threw her in a mental hospital for a little while. It was like, yeah. Saying, Hey, this is your kid. Like, this is your kid. Same whatever. She had, she's like, I got dental records. This is not my kid. What are you guys talking about? The police did all this. Then the kid finally was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not the guy. Sorry, guys. I just wanted to go to L.A. You know, I wanted to see uh, Hollywood. Like, literally, that was his story. I wanted to see an actor, a famous actor. And my parents weren't treating me right. I heard the story about the missing kid. I kind of looked like him. Bobby Dunbar. Bobby Dunbar. It's ridiculous. So it's it's back in this is around the same time, right? This is around the 
And you could do it. I remember the name. I'm actually trying to look you up could, the actual You could be an episode. astronaut back then. It was so easy. <laughs> I want to say it was the... Or the, the 20s time. or something. Or maybe. It, I don't know. It's, it's it's back in the day before. Just walk into a police station. Yeah, I look like Mike. I'm Mike. Yeah, and you're just... That's it. it. Well, yeah, we don't have cameras. So, uh, you're Mike. But it took her three weeks to be like, that's not my kid. You would think you would know your kid. And it was like, the kid is nine, by the way. Yeah. You know what a nine-year-old kid is. Yeah, like, you, you're a grown adult. You know, so that's what I'm saying. What's the What's that movie, The Changeling, with uh, Angelina Jolie? Yeah. And she's like, she's like, this is not my son. They're trying, like, no, this is your kid. This, they're trying to push it off him. And that was actually part of, uh, I think, those chicken coop murders, um, where the they name the his, 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 his gotta sell those actually, papers, man. You gotta sell those found. papers. The butthole. <laughs> that's Terrible. But that's it. That was a little taste of uh, Hello Insomnia, everybody. That'll keep you up at night thinking about all ten of those who done it, uh, who done it, and uh, strange murders. We'll get all over the place. This was all kind of true crimey tonight, but we have some. We are definitely gonna do more intense research. Yes, definitely more intense to research. So we'll have more uh, facts of what we can find uh, on different cases, and they'll be more focused on just one case. So. That's right. it, everybody. We might even throw in some some weird, some weird. Oh yeah, stuff we're going. Too. Not, not we'll get just, weird. We'll get weird. Not just true crime. It might there might be a little bit of weird. Uh, we'll get weird. We'll get cryptos weird. thrown in. Yeah. Oh, we got to do some like you know Bigfoot touch me. Oh, on, oh, what's that? On the we're phone. gonna send what's Adam live that? on location and to Oregon. All right, take us out, werewolf. Uh, you know what? I'm actually kind of tired of howling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just in this episode, the wolf just don't howl. Wow. All right, people, wait for this.